I like the way you teach it. Not preachy. I like to listen up. Listen up, yeah. I like the way you teach it. Not preachy. I like to listen up. Listen up. I like the way you teach it. Not preachy. I like to listen up. I like the way you teach it. Not preachy. You better listen up. Welcome back, season three of Not Too Preachy, where you can be comforted and convicted, inspired and informed all at the same time from the word of God, just not too preachy. I'm your boy JB, and I let you call me JB because we're friends now, because you've been here before, but if you've not been here before and you're in now, are you going to come in later, are you going to listen to the podcast, you're my friend, so you get to call me JB. I'm the host, and I'm so happy to be here with you, spending time with you. This is a special season. Uh, if you've been here with me for the last uh, last week sometime, or was it, was it earlier this week, last last week, mm-hmm. I did three nights, three nights in a row for the reboot, three nights. Yeah. And I hope you went back and viewed them. They're still on Facebook. They won't be on there long because I'm about to transfer all of that to YouTube. So you're going to have to go subscribe. That's the first plug of the day. You're going to have to go to Motivated by JB on YouTube to view the old content and some new stuff that will not be on Facebook. So look out. I got my kids involved. Y'all got to wait on that because I'm going to tell you now. My daughter said, am I getting my interview? I said, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm glad you're here. As you see, I'm not alone tonight. You know, Not Too Preachy does this occasionally, and I only bring people that are interesting to me because Uh they're interesting to me. They're going to be interesting to you. The last interview was my big brother. And I brought another brother of mine, but not of blood, but of spirit and heart, man. This is my friend, my buddy, uh, I, I, I don't know what to do, Fox 26, uh, TMZ contributor. There you go. Uh, 93.7. The Beat, there you go. The Beat, uh, Blessed Beats owner, CEO, mastermind, Ooh. right? Okay. BlessedBeatsMedia.com, check that out. Give me some more. 91.7 engine yeah. radio, yeah. Marcus in the morning, okay. hold on. He's okay. an artist, go check it out. Shift the culture, you need to go download it, Apple Music. I feel Shift like I'm culture. coming out for a fight. Then, not only is he an artist, but he's an author. I just became an author. He just became an author. <laughs> this is Memphis. Yes. AKA Marcus in the morning. Yes. Government name, yes. Marcus Sullivan. This with that. Thank you, sir. Man, I'm I feel so like glad you want to run, run through a smoke tunnel. I'm telling or you. I'm about to come out and fight. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. As long as I don't do the Nate Robinson when I get out here. Don't do the Nate All Robinson, right. bro. Right. You, you could do. No, don't do the Nate Robinson. Man. <laughs> don't lay it down, man. He, I, he was still. What was that thing? He was planking that. Yeah, planking he was out of it. Yes. That's that's bad. He was out. That's bad. That's bad. But I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, so glad to have you in. You got a, you got a lot going on, and we're gonna get into that because I want you to meet this guy hear his story, and get access to the stuff that he has going on because he is fantastically amazing. Here's the thing. We sit here and chop it up like we've known each other for years. For years. Yes. But we've only known each other for maybe a year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Only, only a year and a half. And, and part of how we met is it's going it's it's going it's going to come let me tell you, it, no it's not okay. we're going we're going to talk okay. about it though. let's do it let's do it let's do it now okay. because this let me tell you how special this guy is we're here because of him yeah so this is what happened this is what happened i got to know him for the rest of my life whether we friends or not forever it's, it's just forever. For this story right so this here this right here so so check this out cuz i know he got a story for me cuz i know that's coming up tonight i got it set up just for that all right but this is what happens 
I don't I don't know if Charlotte is going to watch tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, she might be on. I don't know. Okay. But Charlotte called and said, Jay, I work with this dude named Memphis over at Blessed Beats. Yes. He's looking for somebody to bring some content on. And you minister to my son in the youth ministry. And I think you'd be perfect for this. Okay. Uh, you in the hip-hop culture. You understand the word of God. You can do this and that. And I'm like, yeah, connect us. Mm-hmm. And so we got on the phone. We talked. I was actually at work. When we talk, okay. I stepped outside okay. to talk to you because I was like, okay, this is an opportunity. I'm, I might be on radio. I didn't know how radio worked. He was like, yeah, it'll be like 120 a away. <laughs> I got to pay to be on. But then what he was teaching me is that that's, that's this is how radio works, that you earn your money through sponsors, endorsements, through endorsements yeah. advertisements, all that. Look out for that. That's coming because I love for you to sponsor yes. this as we keep it going. We're going to move on from that. And so then, right. <laughs> and so then. So then he said, man, let's hook up. So I went out to his studio. It was out on uh, 16 and Ella at yep. the time. 16 yep. and Ella. And we sitting there talking. He wanted to hear my story. Wanted to meet and chop it up. whoop de whoop And this is what he said. Wait. Hours go by. At least an hour and a half of us just talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, of course, I'm trying to fill him out, too. Like, who am I, who am I dealing with? Yeah. You know, is he just, you know, is he just hustling, gigging, or is he... In this thing, but I go in the studio. Can I say something else? You can you? Can. I, I found out he was an Omega, and the relationship was almost over right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was done. That's cold. That's cold. Cap Alpha Psi. But go ahead. 1911 was a good year. That's a great year. Yeah, it's a great year. I'm gonna leave it at that because I ain't gonna fight with you about that <laughs> on here. Uh, shout out to all Divine Nine, by the way. There you go. If you know, you know. If you don't, it's okay. You can read about it. Look, so we in there talking, and then he says, "I, I want content." Mm-hmm. For, for my platform, it's, it's, it's hip-hop, it's trendy, it's inspirational, and I, and I want content on my show. These are the words you said. Okay. So I want somebody to be able to give a good word, but just not too preachy. How wow. Do, how, how do kids say at school? On God, you said that. I said that? You said that. I, okay, I, didn't, know I, I didn't know I said that. You said that, just not too preachy. You said wow. that. And so I sat on that. I sat on that for probably about six months. Okay. Six months. And so then I'm like, I think I can do something with that because when I started doing I was yeah. doing lives, it wasn't, it was some word of God in it, but it was more like, you know, how to be burnout, how to be successful, that kind of stuff, which is helpful. And that stuff was on the YouTube channel, Motivated by JB. That's part two. Um, <laughs> and I said, you know, but there's, 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 you know, people are hungry for the living word, but they want to hear, I, I guess in their context, you know, as much as I love traditional old school preaching, one, that's not a skill set that God has given me, but he has given me the ability to communicate the word. Nice. And then there's an audience there that really just don't care for that. Matter of fact, you said it. Watch this. I'm going to embarrass him right now. <laughs> because I have some preaching. I sent him some of my work. I sent him one of my preaching. And then he was like, what happened at the end? Because <laughs> I, I went off. I went in. You did. You I, did. I went in. Yeah. And so, and so, uh, but even, so even until I started doing it, I was like, man, but I think there's something different, something we can add to this show. Mm-hmm. So then I called my boy, Reggie Sasser. I said, Sasser, I got an idea. I'm going to call it Not Too Preachy. Wow, And man. he was like, man, that's dope. Wow. I, I, I called my cousin uh, Bud. Bud, he was like, that's dope. My wife was like, that's dope. That, that'll hit. I did not know I said those words. So Sasser, I said, Sasser, what you need? That's my digital media guy. Okay. Reg, uh, Regit Sasser, R-E-G-G-I-T. You need digital stuff, Sasser. Go hit him up, right? Sure. Good stuff. That's a commercial break right I'm there. Di- I'm giving it to him tonight. <laughs> y'all going to start cutting that check to me. I'm giving y'all all the... Anyway. Um, so Sasser said, I need you to take pictures. Okay. But like taking your towels. Okay. And that's how we got the image. Not too preachy. Logo's so, nice. So, yeah, he did Logo's a great job. very nice. So, you are the reason that wow. you are sitting here today because oh, no, you said oh, yeah, not too those words and didn't copyright it fast enough. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm glad. I'm, like, I'm going to say I'm so glad we had that conversation 
Cause um and a part of the story that he didn't even say is we talked for a long, long time. Yeah. And we were both like, man, we got to get home. We in this traffic hour. Yeah. And I was like, man, well, maybe one day you can, you could just because we go to the same church. Just pull up, whatever. And he was just like, okay, I, I live over here off of, and I was like, stop playing. Round of, yeah. Literally, y'all came all the way out to sixteen and Ella to find out dude that we live. I, my house. Is on the next street out, literally, literally, like yeah, next street out, literally, and that was God right there. But um, mm. and if I can add my story of how we forever connected, go ahead. Um, a lot of people might be watching that 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 <laughs> listen to me on the radio. Here we, here we go. Y'all remember Easter? I mean, twenty twenty had a lot going on here in it go. anyway. Here we go. But um, you know, we just trying to find ways to connect. Man, you like college football? You like this? You like this? And one day we found out we both like cycling. Riding bikes. So we was trying to plan it, trying to plan it, and never could get on the same page. Well, one Saturday, Saturday before uh, Easter Sunday, uh, we, we got on the same page. And it was like, what time are we going? We're going at 9. Now we go at 11. Now we go at 12. We go. And I ended up, I was on the phone on a long conference call that ran late. I finished the conference call and said, man, I don't even feel like riding this bike, but I do want to connect with my man. So let's ride. We get on the bikes. We go down the street and around the corner, and yes, I almost killed myself. Uh, um, yeah, commercial break. <laughs> Buy those hats. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, but no, I fell, broke my arm. Uh, he had to take me to the emergency room, sat there like a brother. The whole time. Yeah, and uh, I, but, he, I, but I need y'all to know that he blames me. On, oh yeah, on the radio. Oh, yeah, it's all his fault. He blames. He me. didn't want to ride bikes that day. I would have had a perfectly good arm. But hey, now I'm connected. Every time I see this scar, not to preach. Can I can I put a word in your spirit right here? Scars. Uh oh. Are proof that healing has taken. Uh oh. Look at God. You hear that? Yeah. So don't 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 look too bad at your scars. Yeah. That's just proof that healing has happened. So I want to know the story. It, it was it was with me. This guy. It was with me. He First was, time hanging out with him. Broke my arm. Hey, we hung out at the ER though. We hung out at the ER. We, and we talked for another we talked hour. We talked a little while right there. It was in the middle of COVID. They only let one person in. Yeah, yep. I sat in the car with my mask, waiting on him. Yep. And uh, waiting on uh, wife. Waiting on wife to yep. come through. And we sat in there. And we talked for another another hour until so, they called yeah. him in. Crazy. Crazy. And here we I are. God put us together. Here we are. All right. You got to got to be a part of the show. So. Uh, this segment is called I'm Vexed. I'm Vexed. I'm Vexed. With a V. With a V. Okay. Not next. Vexed. Somebody mm. actually said, I want to do I'm next. No. <laughs> I'm Vexed. Okay. I'm Vexed. Um, uh, not too preachy's in here. No. Tell people what Vexed mean first. Yeah, Vexed means uh, good and angry. <laughs> Bothered. It's another word I was going to come up with, but we. Perturbed. There you go. We can Perturbed. use that. I had another. Never mind. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all get it. So he's Vexed. Yeah. It rhymes with hissed. There you so, uh, <laughs> so, so, so this is the opportunity, and, and I like for the guests to give their I'm vexed story okay. because it may have a comedic Elliot uh, element to it. But mm. if it doesn't, okay. it doesn't matter. Okay. But I want to know is there anything that would fit in that says, I, Marcus, am vexed? Absolutely. Okay, share, share. And I'm sure you watching and you heard today, if you've been anywhere around the TV or radio or social media, we're all vexed about the same thing. Okay, here we go. We woke up this morning thinking $2,000 <laughs> was going to hit. Did you think that $2,000 was going to hit your account? Oh, man. One man, and it wasn't Agent Orange that did it, right? It was the other one that's been in the background. Oh. Just like in a real 
horror movie or a detective movie, the person you think is your enemy is usually that person in the background. Like, uh, what's, uh, Mitch McConnell. I'm sorry, go ahead. You said it. Yeah, I was gonna um, call him yeah. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes, like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like Scooby-Doo. Um, so if one thing that I'm vexed about, now I wasn't tripping, a lot of people were mad about the $600. Sure. Uh, oh man, we waited this long, and are you gonna give them, and I, I rightfully so. Sure. 2020 hurt everybody with some form of fashion. Sure, sure. Um, but then, at one point, we were like, okay, we're fighting for a 2K, which I'm thankful for that if that was to come through. But one person stopped that. And like I said on the radio this morning, whether you red or blue, Democrat, whatever, conservative, I'm about the help, right? If right. we're in a position to help our fellow neighbor, love thy neighbor, we're going to be church, right? Go, yeah, 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 yeah. If there is funds out there that can help a situation, let's help the situation, right? And for one person who's worth $22.5 million to say, nah, this ain't cool, one person, because he's in a political position. Now, I'm going to tell you, the funny part that I saw on that for my, my uh, Biden people and my Trump people, mm-hmm. they're on the same side on this thing. They really are. Both of oh, both oh, parties yeah. are saying you you pushing my buttons right now. Go ahead, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. Go ahead. Both parties are saying y'all get these people two K, right? So if you want to say I'm vexed, I, I want my two K. But I will say this though. And I'll say this on you. No, nah, I don't know if I want to say it on you. I mean, no, I'll say I'll say it on Facebook Live. <laughs> y'all can rewind it and put this out there. When that government money come in, if you have a business, handle your business. Handle your business. Right. And then I want to say, if I could throw a nugget to people, when they were saying six hundred, when they were saying six hundred dollars, if that didn't light a fire underneath you to go start your own business and handle your business, rather than wait on the government to say, "We know you hurting," here's six hundred dollars. You should be able to have that inspiration and say, "Man, I'm not letting the government tell me." What's gonna help me? Sure. I'm gonna have my side business. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have my job. Use my education, whatever. But I'm gonna have my business. Right. And so that's one thing that I saw about that. So I'm vexed for our people. Here, here, here's here's the thing, man. Is economics, money, those kind of things, are beyond color. Absolutely. It, it is beyond color, race, creed, culture, orientation, whatever it is uh, that puts you in a particular box that you got to check off when you're doing whatever. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to the dollar, there is no, uh, it's, it's the only color is green. Absolutely. Um, the thing that vexes me about this situation is that COVID hurt everybody. Everybody. There, there, there is no, it hurt, it, now, there may be some, uh, some variances as it relates to proportions for this community, that community. Right. Sure, that's there, but it hurt everybody. If it didn't hurt you physically, it hurt you financially. It hurt you somewhere. It hurt you, it hurt you somewhere. Yeah. If it didn't hurt you physically, financially, it hurt you psychologically. Right. But it hurt you somewhere. COVID did a number on a lot of people, and what they found out is that this government appears to not care really about anybody. About it. About, about anybody. About nothing. And, and, and the thought is... You ought to be lucky I gave you something. That's that's the thinking I that was why, why, why are you sitting there having the, why they're sitting there having these meetings and fighting back and forth and drawing this thing down political lines. Yeah. Talking about stuff like um, you know, if we raise it, then it's gonna increase the deficit. You, we already we already, we're already in debt. Yeah, we already we, yeah, we, we've been I, there. I don't know what I haven't been alive and we haven't been in the debt. I remember fourth grade saying trillions of dollars. Trillions and, of dollars. And which are we are today. And that, trillions of dollars. Still trillions of dollars yeah. in the hole, still, yeah. but we're able to still come up for money. When it comes to bailouts, 
Boy. Of big corporations. I did push your button, didn't I? But then when it comes to that small restaurant that had to close yeah. because they couldn't get to the PPP money in time enough, yeah. or they didn't think that a day like this would happen because no business prepared for this kind of day. Yeah. You put money in the in the coffers for certain days when you know business is not gonna go well. Yep. But nobody prepared for nobody can go into your business. I got I'm looking at business owners as Felicia who listens on engine, she was just yeah, she's still on here. Um business owner and I know it affects like yeah yeah so that's why I said if I'm vexed about anything it's about literally uh, your real neighbor your brother yeah, yeah. like I'm, I'm mad about that because again like like the gym that I'm saying if you have an LLC right now or a small business handle your go get your money yes and then if this didn't show you that the government really they can give you whatever and say that's going to be good. You need to go ahead and have your, your, your nest egg or your side business in, in, in rotation. So let's take it a step further than that because if we take it away from small businesses that lost money or people that lost wages because they couldn't go to work because they had to stay home and take care of the children because okay. school shut down. Let's talk about when your, um, for the people that actually caught COVID and were hospitalized, mm. when your insurance money ran out Ooh. and now you passed your deductible. Ooh. And now you got to start paying out of pocket for care in ICU and those kind of things. And you're going to give me $600? $600. Yeah. $600? That might be your parking bill, bro. At least. Yeah. And yeah, I know yeah. we've donated to people who have been at the hospital and said, hey, yeah. let us, we can't come up there and bring you food, but yeah. can we cash out you some money for the for, parking? For the parking, yeah. For the parking. Yeah. So Only I, in America. That's the old catchphrase. Only in America. America is indeed great. I'm going to stop that right there. Okay. All right. Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm uh, additional. I'm vexed. Remember, I told y'all about my supposed new yard man. Yeah, he hadn't called me back yet, and I almost called him again. But again, y'all know what I don't do. I don't chase people to give him my money. So you lost your yard man. I was trying to hire another yard man who yeah. was a new new yard man, new business guy, yeah. and trying to give him an opportunity. Uh, and I had some expectations that he did not meet. Y'all remember we just said in the beginning, my street, the next street over, my yard man show up. This this the bougie side of the neighborhood where I'm at right now. Mine? Oh, he might be over there cut grab right now. <laughs> the dog with a light. <laughs> now, I got a yard man that live in the house, but he yeah. only works during the school, uh, during the summertime. Got it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we done with that because I know y'all vexed too, man. So, feel free to uh, shoot us, shoot messages to me, anything about it. I'm vexed. Especially if you have I'm vexed ideas, I would love to say such and such said I'm vexed and I will come on in and tell your story. That'll wow. be fun. So, come on, come on in here. Let's talk about you for a second, man. Uh-oh. Because I want the people to know you. And, Uh-oh. Uh, uh, I, and so, what I really want to know is, I, first of all, where you are now is not where you've always been. Absolutely not. You are. You have. You have moved from Fox News. Uh, you still contribute to TMZ. Yeah. Uh, you moved from ninety three point seven. Yeah. You you produced uh, the Yolanda. original Yolanda Adams Morning Show. Yeah. Um. Uh. You you started your own blessed beats. You're on Indian <clears throat> now. You dropped a song <laughs> that went crazy. If you're in the Christian billboards, pop, yeah, cra- crazy streams. Yeah. Right. Uh, same guy talking about I'm not an artist. But you got a song out, <laughs> right? Right. Um, now you're an author, and we've talked about so many, so many ideas. And talking with this guy is tough for me because uh, if you, for those of you who know me, know that I'm an idealist. Mm. I, I I come up with stuff. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. Mm-hmm. And then I have to whittle it down because I start chasing rabbits in the field, right? And yeah. say, so, you know what? Let me focus in on this. So it's hard talking to you because you're like, yeah, <laughs> nah, just write a play. <laughs> last last long conversation. Yeah. Write a play, dog. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. Um, 
and I've actually written a play before, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I have, I have. Okay. Uh, okay. But I want them to hear your story. Um, how, how, what, what, what was the journey that got you to where you are? Some of the uh, lessons that you learned, some of the triumphs, some of the tragedies, uh, the things that really stand out. Because I know your story. You know, yeah, this podcast, you know, we, we was, go out. You know, I was born in a woodshed. First, I started as a little kid. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'll just tell uh, uh, some of the highlights as they pop in my head. Uh, my first day, I have to say this. When I was going to the University of Houston, um, I had an internship. I wanted to be solely in TV. That was the dream. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I live in my calling right now, right? But that was a dream to do TV. I had a I had an internship. It was five of us in the entire nation to work for Miramax Films. I don't even know if Miramax is still around. Yeah, but I know we right? know what Miramax is, yeah. And uh, I had a part-time job working at CarMax. This is after the football career and everything. Had a part-time job working at CarMax. My job was to, uh, they called it, prep the cars. So if you ever go out and buy a car, smell good, vacuum out, full tank of gas, it's clean when you first get it. That was my job. That's you. And so I figured if I had to wash the cars or prep them, I'm going to jam out while I'm doing it. My manager was like, Marcus, don't do that. People, I don't want anybody to say a black guy had this car before me, a white guy, whatever. Just leave it on static stations. Let them program it on, the, on their own. I wasn't having that. And I was looking for, at the time, 97.9 The Box. I was looking for some hip-hop, right? And I hit Seek. It's funny now, in, the, in my faith, I hit seek, right? Because that's what it says in the car, hit seek. And um, it stopped ooh, on cool. 97.5, right? Today, 97.5 is ESPN. But at the time, when I hit it, I'll never forget this. The song was going off the radio, and it was Mary J. Blige's um, Let's Get It Crunk Up On It. That song was going off. Mm-hmm. And the commercial came on, the new Power 97.5, looking for interns, right? I vividly remember in high school in Memphis, Tennessee, telling my best friend, William, that I'd never do no radio because I was taking shop and he was taking an RTV. And I was like, that's for girls. That's stupid. The TV show Martin, <laughs> the TV show Martin is dumb. I said this out loud. But at the and time... You, did you believe it when you said that? Oh, yeah, I believe it. You I, still believe it? No, no, I don't believe okay. it. <laughs> no. We good. No, no, no. All okay, right. so I... I, I I write it down in my hand, Power 97.5. I'm left-handed, so I write it down in my hand. The rest of the day, I'm watching cars like this. Uh, people, this is before, like, the smartphone screenshot. Is, okay, so I wrote it down in my hand. Yeah. Get home, and I look online, and one of the DJs was a Kappa. I had just crossed Kappa Alpha Psi. And so I emailed him. He said, bro, come to the station. Now, you can't get away with that today, so don't ask that way, right? But I, I go up to the station. My goal, like I said, originally was TV. So I go up in there, soup. Looking like I'm sharp, ready for five in the morning, and he shows up. This is the Jersey do rag area, hat, do rag, jersey, flip flops, and I was like, "Whoa!" He opens the door and said, "Man, I just wanted to show you right now, radio is about your personality. Matters not what you look like. Today, that's changed with social media, sure, but sure. but this is 2001. So I walk into the radio station, and I literally remember walking in. And I inhaled and looked around and I said, wow, this is the rest of my life. Fell in love with radio like you fall in love with your wife, your husband. Sure. I literally fell in love. So mm. I can end that part right there. But I'll say this. My first day on the job, I'm in the back room. He was like, just go look for some news clips for me to talk about. And I go in the back and I'm looking online. I'm looking online and I go, well, this is a good story. And I walk over there and I was like, man, I don't know if this going to relate to Houston. But a plane that hit a building in New York. 
right? He was like, really? And so an hour later, I was like, bro, another plane. So I tell people my first day ever on the job in radio was 9-11. 9-11. Uh, so I, I'll highlight it there. Um, years later, I drove the van for five years for people who want to come up overnight. I drove the van, put up banners, put up tents. Uh, I can tell you now, 6.25 an hour. I wouldn't have told you that back then. Yeah. Five years, college degree. My friends, exes, everything, balling, $40,000 a year. I'm 6.25 an hour driving the van. The promo van. The promo joint, yeah. How, how long? Five years. Five. College four. No, college six, seven. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <You> finished. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But five years driving the van, and then the, the regional programmer guy came in and heard me on the radio and goes, man, you sound like you should be on the radio. Nothing but guy. Hmm. But the story goes, roller coaster. it's a long story. I won't even get into that, but I get my first job five years later after driving the van. However, I kept a part-time job driving the van. No. Full-time job driving the van, part-time on the air for my people that don't believe in working hard. Uh, I remember when I had an, my first apartment by myself, my light bill was $17. I was never there. I was grinding. Um, it took David Banner, the rapper, to give me my first show name. Just like I gave you your, he called me the overnight success. My show came on from 12 to 2 a.m. And he literally meant I was coming on overnights, right? But most people thought... Man, well, who this dude come in? Didn't realize I was the dude driving the van for five years. Come in with a night show. Let me pause you real quick. Yeah. David Banner. Yeah. At, the univer at Southern University. Okay. Which is where he has his degree from. Nice. Okay, I didn't know that. Was the, the, one of the reasons I got into student, student government. Wow. David Banner. Wow. Government name Lavelle Crump, Jackson, Mississippi. Wow. Started a movement at Southern University at the time, had the largest uh, population of all black colleges and the largest institution. We were 10,000 at, at, in Baton Rouge, okay. which is large for HBCU. Okay. Right? But David Banner, uh, you want to talk about somebody that, could, that was influential uh, in a lot of people's lives at yeah. Southern University. Anybody that's here from the guard. You remember Crump type and that whole movement, 10,000 strong, yeah. making, making, making us aware of where our money was going. Like he had t-shirts printed wow. with a fee statement on it where wow. everything was going. Wow. Uh, 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 helping us to move in places to be aware of the decision that was being made in the boards. I remember going to a board meeting wow. behind him and a whole group of us that were supporting that movement. We were at the board meeting, 300 strong. They shut it down and went into private session because really? he showed up. Then the news came. Yeah. Because they heard we were coming and said, what y'all protesting? He got up there and said, we're not protesting. This is a public meeting. And we're students here. We came to be a part of a meeting. That's the kind of dude he is. That kind of, the kind of dude That's that kind of when dude he got dude. to the mic, every official at Southern University was like, ooh. Yeah, man. Uh, I remember uh, real quick, and I was in, in yeah. a part of Baton Rouge called the Avenues, uh, he started a, a project for an elderly lady uh, who needed a ramp built in the house so she could move up and down and needed a house repainted. Yeah. He started that project after he graduated, after he finished uh, serving as SGA president, I finished that project the next year. That's another reason we connect. Nah. <laughs> so you said that about it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, he, that was the first name of my show, and I literally didn't know anything about radio. I just, I got on the radio, and I, it was, this was the, the crunk era. I got on, Lil John was the man. I got yeah. on the radio and started what? yelling. <laughs> and that, my, show, my show name was The Crunkest Hour of Radio. Oh, wow. Yeah, and so that fast forward, I ended up just kind of moving up, moving up. It's a story to it, but I'm just going through it. Um... And I remember I ended up with the number one weekend show at Party 104.9, right? Uh -huh. Saturday nights on the air. <laughs> For my people who don't like to work hard, I was on the air 6 p.m. 
till midnight on the air. That's a long But show. I work the board midnight to four. Ooh. So for my people who want their fame, get it how you get it, right? And I was like, I was turning down nothing because now I'm in my calling. I'm yeah. fell in love with radio yeah. at this point. Yeah. So I had the number one Saturday night show, and I realized now, hindsight, it was number one because I was on for six hours. Like, yo, I'm on, I'm on your radio yeah. a third of your weekend. I got yeah. your radio. But anyway, so that's a long show. Uh, I ended up number one show. Um, I ended up getting a job in production. That was my first full. This is like year seven for me in radio. First full time job, and it was thirty eight thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. for my people who don't mm-hmm. want to get that grind. Seven years, thirty-eight thousand. It don't even if you divide. It don't even make sense. But I'm here today, right? Um, so, but I kept my part-time job driving the van, my on-air job, my production job. I had three jobs right there, and my career has always been multiple jobs. But I got tired of doing hip hop, right? Um, and I called my one of my mentors from my very first radio station, Anthony Valerie, and I was just like, "It's Praise ninety-two point one hiring." He said, "Bruh." All we got is van driver jobs. Well, guess we got five years experience in it. <laughs> That's the best van driver. Right? Let me go back, and I got to tell this part of the story. I got to tell this part of the story. How I made the first six figures. Do the math. I got paid, um, was it $300 an hour to be at the club? I'm trying to remember the math. And it ended up, and I was at the club three and a half hours. Right, so it was almost a thousand. It was a thousand dollars a night. Mm-hmm. Right, I was at the club every week. Mm-hmm. That's fifty-two thousand mm-hmm. just being at the club. Mm-hmm. Thirty-eight thousand to do production. Mm-hmm. Right, then I had the van driving job that was like fifteen dollars an hour, mm-hmm. and I had the weekend on air job. That's how that's how I made my first checks. So I tell people all the time, like, yo, you got to go get it. You got to go get it. Right, um, but fast forward, I got tired of doing hip hop. And I remember, um, for my people in Houston that's watching, some people, I see Sinead on here, and Nicole is on here. Um, it was a club called T-Town. Okay. Church boy, don't know it. Anyway. By that time. Y'all know it. You've been there back, back, yeah, all I'm, of that. I'm, I'm Roxy in Jamaica, Jamaica. The same era. Right? <laughs> all right. So, so T-Town exists, and I remember Lil Wayne had his album released for the, what album was that? The Lollipop song was on there. Okay. Whatever album that was. But I had to go host it. Okay. I get off the air at midnight, and I drive the station Hummer to the club. Club, how they always did it. They had a line of women, line of dudes. Mm-hmm. Me, pulling up in the Hummer, I'm going to the line of women, right? I go over there, and a dude literally yells, yo, Memphis, you live over there in them apartments off of... And that was the first time in my life somebody knew me that I didn't know, mm-hmm. that, I, that they verbalized it. Right, right, right. And I'm right. like, wait, you know where my door at? You know where I live? Like, right. I don't even know you, right? right? That moment and being in the club and people were drinking and smoking and all in your face, I decided I was like, I'm done with hip-hop. Done. So, called Anthony Valerie. He had the van driving job. Said, man, the job $10 an hour. Back to that. Six figures. $10 an hour. Mm-hmm. Six figures. $10 an hour. Mm-hmm. What did I take? What'd you take? What would you take? Quickly. Six. $10 an hour. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I was that tired of that lifestyle. Yeah. Right? Had bought a biz, had a condo, like Yeah, you good. Leave, and I'll never forget. She was my girlfriend now, my wife. She was paying that biz note for a while. Yeah. This is before she was even wife. Shout out to wife. Yeah, before and yeah, anyway, that's another yeah, long story. Yeah. I might have to bring you <laughs> that back story go. Anyway, so um I go, I go to praise. Six months later, party goes out of business. 
that station, that, that six figures that you just gone. Mm-hmm. Everybody who was over there asking me, can they come over here? $10 an hour. Didn't have no more space. I took the last job. Back to driving vans. Yolanda Adams knew me. Mm. And I ended up being a producer on a Yolanda Adams Morning Show, which put me back in syndication. So, when, long story short, my whole career has been, and you'll see me put it on hashtags all the time, order my steps. Mm. Order my steps. Mm. My steps are so ordered. And I tell people all the time, what, what this could be a job for you is a calling for me. Mm. And, and it's not being bold or, or, or boastful that I feel like, Yo, I can't be taken out of radio. I can't be fired. God put me right here. And I, I feel like that 100%. Like, I don't feel like I'm the most talented. I done had a few shows that's been number one, and I go, wow, me? Right. You right. were just talking, I put out a song, and I, my song hit Christian <laughs> hip-hop billboards. I'm like, man, I can't sing right or nothing. Right? I just did a book, and book selling well, and I'm like, I'm none of these things, but I'm called. Right. I'm that. I need, so. I, I need, y'all, to, I need y'all to hear that um, for a second. Um, that that when you're in your lane, yeah, man, and you're driving in your lane, no, and you're riding in your lane, allowing God to drive the vehicle, then can't nobody take you out of it. I need, yeah. I need all to hear that. He he's not driving this ship at all, bro. He's not driving this car. People say, man, get in your lane. Absolutely, get in your lane. Yep. But don't drive. Don't nah. drive. You're gonna mess it up every time. You're gonna you're gonna exit. Yeah, yeah, you go. You you're gonna exit. Exit the free word. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna right. exit. And he's, trying right. to, he's trying to he's trying to ooh, he's trying to take you somewhere. Free he's trying to take you somewhere, but if you drive and you're gonna hit that signal light and you're gonna get off because you wanna go a your different way. path. Yeah. You wanna go your way Order when my the Lord steps. is ordering your steps If you time. can say I mean humbly say that to yourself and like God, you know, we all say that. Gosh, you got this. Okay. No, that's how I really feel. I'd be like, listen, yo, I'm not I'm not the most talented. I'm not the smartest. I grew up with a speech. Who who here from Memphis? I grew up the shy, nervous speech impediment dude. Me, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, wow. TMZ, TMZ. You know what I'm saying? Morning show, syndicated week. Me, you know. And I go, Fox, oh, that's 20, how I, Fox 26 with the low fade. Oh, that was no. Yeah, that was yeah. Bald head, no face, head TV no on TV. That yeah. guy. And I go, man, listen. If that don't tell you. God, God got this? Because mm-hmm. the minute I try to step up, I'm about to mess this up. Yeah. Right? Now, I do get to reap the benefits, and I work, I work the game as hard. I learn the business, and I grind. But at the end of the day, all of my steps. I mean, on, I, got to, I got to working with Yolanda. Uh, that station, Praise 92.1, went out of business. They fired everybody. Right, right. But me. Right? Kept me to do news, and I'm working news. If y'all remember the Boston bombing. I'm on a treadmill on Twitter when Twitter had just kind of started popping, uh-huh. and I tweet the Boston bombing. Mind you, in the beginning of the story, I said I wanted to work in TV. TV would not call me, right? I'm on a treadmill, and I tweet an explosion at the Boston Marathon. Fox retweeted, and we started talking in the DM. Praise them went out of business. They kept me to do some news stories. I'm doing news. I'm tweeting. Fox hires me, and that's how I got my job in TV. I did not apply, and I tell a lot of people, bro, None of these jobs I've never applied for. I had, no, I've never applied. When you called, it's like, man, if God got this thing, bro, bro, it's about to happen. Like, how you might go the long way, it's about to happen. Bro. I've never, I didn't apply Fox. I mean, once you get there, you go through the, but right. I didn't apply. Um, from Fox, met Charlemagne on social media, and he was like, man, you need to come back to radio. You did the Yolanda Allen's Morning Show, you should do the Breakfast Club. And I was like, how much y'all talking? And they gave me more money to leave TV, right? Mind you, I fell in love with radio. TV was my dream. Fell in love with radio. I was doing my dream, too. Went back to be the producer of The Breakfast Club. 
ended up saying, man, you got experience being on the air. Why don't you do a weekend show? And I said, well, I would rather do some kind of gospel Christian hip-hop thing. And he said, launch something. And I created Bless Beats. Beats. Did, came out the blue. And what now it's in 79 it cities. It's, it's, it's in the description. Blessbeats.com. Yeah. You go Beats to it. with a Z. Go to it. Um, yeah, so that's how it happened with Bless Beats. Bless Beats ends up blowing up so big on iHeart Station. NGN goes, what's this little weekend show that's bigger than my station? I started talking to the programmer at uh, NGN. Became like brothers. And we would always talk to each other and go, man, what would happen if we team up? What would happen? What would happen? When they had the opportunity, I interviewed the first time six hours in the interview and did not get the job. Six hour interview, didn't get the job. But I was interviewing for an afternoon job. Okay. Afternoon. Two more years go by. We still friends. We still brothers in Christ. Another position comes up. Interview again, six hours. And it was for the afternoon job. And I found out again last Easter, the day after, on that Monday after Easter, they called me and was like, uh, I know you interviewed for the afternoon job here at NGN, but this ain't the job for you. And I'm literally on the phone like, why, why are we here? You know what I mean? And I'll never forget, I was driving down 288, and he goes, man, God told us you are our morning show. And I had to pull over, real life tears, had to pull over because in that back in the day, Falling in Love radio, the dream was, man, go be Tom Joyner. Sure. Go be how, go get you a morning show. Sure. Go be Funky Larry Jones. Yeah, syndicate. Yeah, go be that guy. Go be the morning show. Yeah. Boom. And I did not apply for it. I interviewed for afternoons, and I sit here at the morning show, bro. <clears throat> Order my steps. And I can end this radio story right there. Man. So and, that's where I am today. And, and that's where we are. Yeah. And and your morning show, Marcus in the Morning, 91.7 Engine Radio. Mm -hmm. It's on your radio. That's old stuff. It's on your radio mm -hmm. dial. Mm -hmm. <laughs> on your radio dial. Man, that is a that is a great, that is a fantastic show. Mm -hmm. I, I listen to it. My kids listen to it. And I'll tell you the truth. I'm between news, sports, and and Blessed Beats. Nice. But my, 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 uh, but my commute to work is short. Okay. So, you know, I'm at, work, yeah. I'm at work in 20 minutes, 15, wow. 20 minutes. Yeah. And then part of that is talking to Didi on the way to work, man. But that's a fantastic story how God has orchestrated. And the thing about it is there's so many imperfections in that story yeah, man. that a lot of people will never know and you won't know because we don't have the time to get into all Woo, of that. Man, there's, there's so many. I had y'all crying if I told y'all the whole story. And, and not just the ups and downs of the of the low-paying job yeah. and the, what people will look down like you as a van driver with a college degree. Yeah, man. Those kind of things, man. But the, but the mistakes that we make along the way. Yeah. And watch this. And God still use you. Watch who? Let me let me let me say this. Uh oh, he take the glasses off. Let me say this. Let me say this. Loosen my tie. No. When God calls you, yes, sir. You're not uncalled. Man, yeah. The the world can dismiss you. The world can cancel you. Yeah, man. The world can stop following you. They can stop listening to you. But you are not uncalled. Mm. Um, Peter said, "I don't know Jesus." Yeah, man. Not uncalled. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thomas, I don't think it's him. Not uncalled. Moses, sure, sh surely not me, <laughs> not on call. Right. Dave, David. Yeah, man. Run, murderer, conspiracy to commit David murder. Everything. Adultery. Yeah, all, all of that. All of that. All yeah. of that. Not on call. Yeah. And when God has called you, he has already factored in the mistakes that you're going to make. Uh, and I, all he wants you to do is stay in the car. Let me say this, too. Stay in the car. What he just said, this is why... You watching on the screen, you sit here with me, We, you made mistakes, think about that mistake you made, right? That mistake. Yes, that, that one. That one. The one that, and the other one. Not both of them. How about both of them? 
Me too. But when God done chose it for you, you're already forgiven. So why are you beating yourself up for it? Man. Right? Man, so, I, was, I was talking to a brother today. Okay. Uh, we was having some real my conversation. I'm going to share this snippet with you. He says, Jay, as you go into 2021, this is what I need you to do. This is what I need you to do. Make peace with your past. Man. I'm going to leave that right there. We ain't got time. We'll be on yeah, the slow. Yeah. And then if, I have to end all of this. We've been... <laughs> We're going to open up the, the doors of the church with the cash out. That right there, man. <laughs> Go ahead. That often plays down yeah. that support. Um, but that, that's, that's the thing. I want, I want y'all to know that, uh, and, I, and I see it all the time, and y'all see it in the memes, that God can color with broken crayons, man. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I love uh, that. It's not the sharpest pencil, but that dull one is the one that you're actually using. Yeah. It's like you are still used. Romans 8.28 is still applicable. All things work together yeah. for the good who love the Lord and are the called yeah. according to his purpose. I want to say that part because we quote that verse. We don't ever say that and the called. Okay. Yeah. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are the called, the called. Yeah. according to his purpose. All things don't work together for the good for everybody. Right. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Right, right, right. All right. But since we're we not too preachy, but we preach it. We're going to say the word right. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are the called because. according to his purpose. That's why it worked out for you, Marcus. Yeah. Because you love the Lord mm. and you are the called. Mm. Your mistakes are factored in. Mm -hmm. And he took that and wove that thing together to be a part of your tapestry. Love it. Go ahead, Red. Can we change the channel a little bit? Y'all good? Y'all good? Everybody good? Take still here? Yeah, okay. They here. Let's, let's click like, click like, man. I got click some, like, uh, click like, click Yolanda like. English, I had her on my show here. Like I said, Nicole Wallace, she called me primetime. That's what they called me when I played prime football. Time. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was. Can, can I tell you something real yeah, quick? Go this, ahead. This, this is crazy. Yeah. I played football all the four years in high school. Okay. I never played before. Selena, what up? Uh, and I hadn't played since then. You know what my nickname was? Primetime. Primetime. See, this <laughs> This I, was is still, I was a show, but my coaches didn't like me, man. I was a show. I make one play, I'm going to cut the yeah, pool. Yeah. I, never, I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to touch the ball again. See, if I'm going to get a chance to hit nobody. This is Prime good. Time. That's anyway, why they called me that. Right. Yeah, we got right. some people so on I'm, I want to introduce a new segment to you guys. Chris Lewis, this. what up, boy? I'm, I'm doing this only. What's up, Chris? I'm, I'm doing this only with guests, okay? I'm doing this only with guests. So I'm going to introduce a new segment. This is called What's the Word? This is the Word Association. Word association. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he has no idea. Okay. We did a little bit of show prep, but he has no idea the words that I'm going to drop to him. So I'm going to drop a word or a phrase. Wait, if I don't know the word, if I don't have a word back, what happens? We just move on. All right, cool. Okay, I so no pressure. I, I, we don't have a no plan for that. Uh, why, why you do that? Since he's doing new stuff, on, on, you, I'm going to get it big. Why you put me on spell like uh, that? Hey, hey, we here. That's cold. Let's here. go. All right. Here, here I'm going to give you a word or a phrase, and then you just give me the first thing that comes to mind. Right. And it could be a word or a phrase. So what's the word? Here it is. First word. Football. The dream. The dream. The dream. All right. Yeah. Hip-hop. Culture. Let me pause right there real quick. Yeah. Your opinion. Yeah. Greatest lyricist of all time. Lyricist? Lyricist. All right, uh, if you're struggling, I'll let you give top three in no order. This might start an argument. I know it's going to start an argument, man. Lyricist, okay, I got to go. Y'all going to get mad. I'm just going to say number three on my list. Now, hold on. Now, I need y'all to understand. On my list. I said lyricist. Okay. I'm not talking about top-selling artists. Right. I'm not talking. the most Instagram five. We're not talking about that. We're talking about lyricists. Eminem would be one. Okay. Would you give him three? Yeah, man. Okay, okay. Um, 
I'm gonna be mad at myself later for saying it. Uh, <laughs> lyricist, I had to go with Biggie too. Biggie Jay Z, the same person to me. Oh, when I say lyricist, when I say lyricist, Ooh. okay. And okay. then three, I'm I'm going home with this just because I love this guy. Okay, Eight Ball from Eight Ball MJG. Hip hop. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, but you know where you're from. I'm from Memphis. All right, right. All right. I, 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 I'm that eight that that eight ball because I had a, I had a conversation. I could have went anywhere with it, but I'm it's, it's yeah. so many places because I had a, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine. We was talking about like who would be the next verse. Everybody talking about UGK versus versus eight ball and MJG. Like right, and so then the question is, so then we start talking. All right, well, who's who? Who you rather hear, pimp or a bun? And I'm a Bond fan. Not not against Pimp, but lyrically. <laughs> I ain't gonna do this. Lyrically, I'm lyrically I'm, I'm Bond. Lyrically I'm, I'm Bond. Musically I'm Pimp, but lyrically I'm Bond. All right. All right. I mean, choosy. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I almost. I'm not gonna be preaching out. I'm not a UGK fan. And so then, let's continue. I know we we are in Houston because I don't want to do. So then the argument was like, all right, then who you got, Ball or G? For me, it's Ball every day. Man. Ball every day, but but G G go. Oh, I yeah, okay, I, I, that's that's fine. I'll give you. The whole can you time. tell me your top lyricists? I'll give you my top lyricists, and if can I have one? Of, I'll give you my top lyricists. All right, okay. no order. No order. No order. Christopher Wallace. Okay. okay. Um. Andre Benjamin. He was there for me too. Andre Benjamin. That's why I said I was going to be mad at myself. Andre Benjamin. Three stacks, man. Stacks. And to me, really, stacks is my number one lyricist of all time. The, tr- the, stro- the struggle with that argument is, is he was in a group. Okay. But alone. He was a group, but whatever. And, 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 people, and people sleep on Big Boy, on Antoine Pack. Like, okay, number three. All right, number three. I'm going to do this just because you said ball. You're going to say. Brad Jordan. Uh, he was on. He's in my top five. Brad Jordan is in my top. Scarface. Five. Scarface. Okay, yes. Brad Jordan is in my top five. Okay. But then I still have, you know, in there, like you know, Nas is in there for me. No. Really. Uh, so Jay, we're gonna start arguing. Yeah, Jay is in there for me. Uh, Rakim is in there for me. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of people. When Mo, you when you most start... most is in there for me. Okay. Now we now we're too deep in hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Back to what's the word? We okay. said that. What's the word? All right. What's the word? Yolanda Tupac is my favorite artist of all time. Sorry. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. That's, that's not good. the lyricist, but artist. Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure. And sure. not even the second. It's not no second place, but go ahead. Sure. Um, word. What's the word? Business. Freedom. Wow. I had this word, but you already talked about it. My next word was bicycle. <laughs> surgery, surgery. No exercise, fitness. Okay. No, nah, the first word was surgery. Okay. There All you right. Go. Yeah. All right. Here's one. Here's one. James Harden. Hoops. <laughs> <laughs> For my people that are listening to this on podcast, uh, you can't appreciate what he just said if you didn't see how he said it. That's what I'm gonna give it. That's all we got for you. Uh, there's plenty of other words I could right have came now, up with. Right now, yeah. James. Oh, that's, that's what, all we got. You're a hooper. You're a hooper. All right. Family. Backbone. Huh. Lifeline. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Two more. God. 
Yeah. Everything. Uh, healer, provider, redeemer, the source, hmm. the light, the truth, the, everything. Everything. Yeah, it's my everything. All right, last word. Kept. Me. Wow. So let me ask a question then. Me. How, whether it be in this season during COVID or just over your lifetime, <clears throat> over your lifetime, how would you say, or uh, what does it look like for you that God has kept you? I know we've heard the story. Yeah. And that and that whole nine. Uh, but when I when I think about Psalm 121, uh, I look to the hills. Uh, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, which made his heaven and earth. He will not suffer your foot to be moved. Um, he who keeps keepeth me will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber or sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is the shade on your right hand. The sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve you from all evil. He shall keep you from your, and you're going out and you're coming in from this time well, you forth, go. even forevermore. How has he kept you? Man. Uh, I've been kept in so many ways. When I think about it, I, I, I can be in awe, right? We were just talking a few minutes ago about some of the mistakes, right? Um, and if I'm on this radio part of it, I'll say, like, I've seen people have their career ended for the same stuff that I did and got away with. I've been kept, right? Wow. Um, I've seen people lose their marriage for the same stuff that I got away with. I've been kept, right? Um, I've seen people pass away. Let me take my COVID, right? Some people have passed away for the same illness that I had, and I'm here. Me? Raggedy me? You know what I mean? I've been kept, right? Um, you just, I, I look, when I start looking back, at, when I, I tell people all the time, when you count, you cannot complain and count your blessings at the same time, right? So while we're talking about being kept, man, you start thinking of some of, like, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to say this. Bro, you listening on a podcast, you watching, if you got what you deserve, JB, if God was giving out the t certificate or the pink slip for what you deserve, for what you deserve. You listening for what you deserve? Game over. Game over. Game ain't no tomorrow. Think of, think about that, right? When you, when you roll your eyes, the little stuff. Roll your eyes at the the old lady at the red light. Whatever, right? Bro, we've been kept. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many times you've been forgiven? Man, you're gonna give me tears. Like times you've been forgiven? Think about how many times you said, God, please. And you made it through. Please, whatever to go out, dot, dot, dot. All right, God, no more. Dot, dot, dot. And he said, all right, cool. Kept. Kept. Right? So, like, I just look at, I look at just that alone, man. You start looking at career. You start looking at family. You start looking at your health. You start looking at the, the dice you rolled on your life. Yeah. Kept. If, I mean, that's why when you said that, I was like, yo, me. Kept. Not that you ain't, not that you ain't, but, bruh. I'm, I'm willing to yeah. bet that, that anybody that is able to watch or listen can say. Yeah. And the thing about it, watch this. The thing about it, you ain't even got to believe in the God we talking about. Yeah. He still kept. Kept. 
Yeah, bleed whatever. Yes, still kept. You still, you kept and you don't know it. Well, when when you say, if you got what you deserved, you know how you be like, man, I deserve that job. I deserve. If we got what we deserved, game over. Game over. You do not like waking up tomorrow. We should all be like, whoo, tripping. Me alive again? Bruh. Got another chance? Man, when you start thinking that, and and this even go for you good at two shoes, people. You've been kept. Kept. You ain't you ain't made the kind of mistakes that I done made. You know right. what I'm saying? With this with this levels to see. I was just gonna say, is and it's levels on these mistakes. Yeah, yeah. You the ain't, killer, you've been kept, bruh. Right, right, uh riding dirty? Kept. Kept. Made it, made it to prison and back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's driving on a suspended license. All of that. I mean, driving with the crowd. The, that little sin you did in, in, in your teenage years. Kept. Kept. All of no, that. Ain't nobody found out yet. Kept. And he said, "Yeah, we kept. You kept get, right now. You get to take it to your grave. Kept. And you still get to see him face to face. All right. Well, every time. Yeah. No. Don't get me started. Uh, kept, man. Kept, me. Kept, kept, kept. I see kept. people hitting, yeah, people riding in. Othello. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Othello? Good to see you again, man. Kept. Bettina? Kept. Kept. So. Put, uh, put Psalm 121 in your spirit. Put Psalm 121 in your spirit. Is that what you was just telling me? Mm-hmm. That was one, Psalm okay. 121. Psalms one, Psalm 121, man. That's, um, that's one that, that's a, that's a, that's a go-to for me. Yeah. Like, I have, um, like, life scriptures. Yeah. Uh, Psalm 121. It's one of them, Psalm twenty four, yeah. where um, um, I, I can't I can't think of it right now. Yeah. Uh, but but he goes off to a part to say, well, one thing I desire of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me. Yeah. yeah. In the in the secret place. Yeah. And in the pavilion. Yeah. Like hiding behind Him, and in plain sight, you still can't see me. <laughs> in the time of trouble. But this church thing is not for everybody. I'm letting you know. Uh, you have to have a you, gangsters. Y'all might not. Y'all might be tough. You ain't ready for this life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's I, faith I tell, life. Is ain't no joke. I tell, I tell the kids all the time at, at, the, at the church, man, Harvest Point Fellowship, um, that uh, come visit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Pastor Lawrence Scott, all yeah. the facts, beautiful. Uh, that and that's funny because I, I, when we start talking, I was like. You go to Harvest Point? Well, we, I, I oh, yeah, that's that. another thing. We found so out when we go to the same church. When yeah. I showed up one yeah. day, I'm like, yeah, I, I work here now. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. Um, but but when I when I, I lost where I was going, bro, what was I saying? Uh, Harvest Point. Yeah, I forgot. Anyway, Kip, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. Leave right but, but I was just, I thought I was talking, I was talking about life scripture. So Psalm 24 is one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Psalm 121 is one. Um, Lamentations uh, 3. Uh, it's of the Lord's mercies that we have not been consumed for his compassions fail not they are new every morning mm. great is thy faithfulness mm. and you know I'm a him I'm a him boy Chris if you still on here I need all three all four verses of great is thy faithfulness if they don't be doing that they, they go. They they weave it in. Yeah, they weave it in. They weave it in. Give me that one line. I gotta come running out the room and go hear that one line. I'm like, I need another verse. I need another verse. Uh, blessings today, bright hope for tomorrow. Yeah. Like, come on. Anyway, um, <laughs> man, we really could do this probably for uh, yeah. another hour. We can go. Uh, but uh, we're not gonna hold you guys hostage. Uh, but I but I, I felt like um, this didn't need too many time constraints because 
your story is just that uh, important uh, to somebody out there mm. that um, I believe that sometimes there are people out there waiting on you Very nice. for their breakthrough. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's scripture. Like, like Jonah. Jonah was disobedient to God, mm -hmm. but Nineveh's salvation was hinged on him being obedient. Whew. And if he didn't go to Nineveh, mm -hmm. then those people could still be in trouble with the Lord. Yeah. And so their salvation was hinged on his obedience. And sometimes I believe that our obedience to God and you too, your obedience to God is directly tied to somebody's blessing and breakthrough. And so I think this time is important because for somebody that's watching and somebody that's listening, uh, when you when you hear the stories, your story is not going to be Marcus's. Yeah. Your story is not going to be JB's. Yeah. Uh, your story is yours. Your lane is yours. Your successes successes are yours. yours. Yeah. Right. Uh, but don't 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 shy back from riding the car with the Lord because. Somebody on the destination side yeah. is waiting on you. Oh, story. I'm telling you. Remember <laughs> where, uh, the, the demon, the man that was filled with demons. They said his name was Legion. He, when, he, when he introduced himself to Jesus, I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. So Jesus is on the boat sleep. Okay. Right? And the disciples are like, Lord, don't you care that we're perishing? Because there's a storm going on. There's water filling the boat and right. Jesus is asleep. I preached a sermon that called somebody, please wake up Jesus. Okay. Right? okay. <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed that. And my daddy stole that from me a couple of times, but I ain't going to say it right here in front of everybody. Mr. So Brown, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but Jesus knew that he had to be somewhere. Okay. So, but even in that, when you're the creator of the thing, then the thing doesn't concern you like it concerns everybody else. Okay. So he's in the boat sleeping, knowing that they're going to get to their destination. He wakes up, peace be still, calm the storms down, then challenges the disciples, where is your faith? Right. I'm on the boat with you. Okay. I told you we were going here. Right. We're going to make it there. Right. All right. So where's your faith? Where's yeah. your faith? All right. The reason why they were going, because Jesus had an appointment with a man filled with thousands of demons. That's where they're going. Okay. They don't make it through that storm. Yeah. Then that man misses his breakthrough. Wow. He had an appointment. Point, yeah. He had, he, had an appointment. He, had some, he had somewhere to be. So going through the storm and going through all of that, the disciples got to have their faith fueled. Yeah. Because they watched Jesus deliver that man. And this is where you get that phrase, because when the people of the town came and saw him, okay. because he was in the cemetery cutting himself and didn't have any clothes on, but when the people of the town who were scared of him came and saw him yeah. delivered from the demon, demons, the Bible says that he was clothed and in his right Mind. Wow. Praise break for a second. If you don't have anything to thank God for, here is one. When you wake up in the morning, yeah. you can be clothed and in your, your right, right mind. I love it. I love that. Just the fact that you can dress yourself yeah. and think for yourself yeah. Yeah. is enough to say I'm kept. Uh, I love that. Thank you for that. They're waiting on you. They, they, they wait, they're waiting on you. They're waiting on Somebody's waiting on you. Yeah. Stop stop hiding from the appointment. Stop running from it. Stop going the other direction. Ooh. Stop avoiding the pain. Stop Ooh. avoiding the struggle. Stop avoiding the late nights. Stop avoiding the sleepless nights. Yeah. I'm, that's me now. Yeah, man. Stop avoiding the discipline that it takes to do what God has called you to do because it's not just about you anyway. Absolutely. You know how many people have had breakthroughs because of 745? Monday through Friday right. on NGN Radio. Man. I'm not going to even tell you what it is, but I'm going to tell you to tune in. Can I tell? Tell. Man, um, and that's deep right there. I got to a point, well, Station appointed me to do this thing uh, right after the death of George Floyd. So much division, so much everything going on. And they, they asked me, Marcus, can you 
do a morning prayer every day to bring people together. That's what the the call was to do. Pray about uh, diversity and unity. So I did that. Before I even did that. Prior to that. This is this year. 2020. All of this faith stuff. This is this year I'm talking about. I wasn't the praying out loud. I remember having a conversation with you about the word and being not too preachy and all of that stuff, right? I was not the praying out loud dude. I, I would lead the prayer at my house. If, if we having dinner, and I'll do that. But don't ask me to lead the prayer. That's not my, hey, hey, I'm going to stand back behind here. Hopefully they call JB up to do it, right? <laughs> but the station asked me to do it. And, uh, man, I was so nervous. And I just said, man, I'm just going to open my mouth and let God, what happened, happen. So I did that. That started to grow into, can you pray for this? Can you pray for that? Can you pray? Can you can So many different things we can always pray about. And um, a short six months ago, June.